Welcome back to Switched On, a platform for our emerging generations who are looking at belonging to a community that upholds what it means to learn and grow from life's experiences in order to fulfill one's potential, becoming more switched on in the process. Enjoy the episode. Good morning. Hope you're doing all right. We are back in the booth on a Friday morning. Stoked to be back in here with Brayden and Steve, mate. How are you? I'm good, bro. How are you? Good, good. So Steve's from early ones and we're stoked to get him in. Thanks, Brayden, for hooking that one up. Nah, it's good. It's a uh, big growing platform at the moment that's uh, really community driven and, you know, it's it's a great running club um, that I'm sure Steve will touch on. Um, actually, we might as well jump straight into it, mate. Touch on what is it? What's it about? Actually, before we get into it, Tom's got a question for you. No, no, no. Before I jump into it, you go. All right, brother. What'd you do to get switched on this morning? Uh, up early. Long black honey yes. swim and then a bit of a run, so good to go. Where's the beach? Do you saw it? Uh, Bryson. Oh, Bryson. Oh, nice spot, man. Great so, spot. Quickly before we actually touch on early ones, right? So you're a, you're a runner. This was. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know how you get like switched on in the morning for an early run. Just a quickly one, like because some people really struggle to get yeah. up and go for a run. Like if you're doing a marathon, half marathon. In his background, he's a good running guy, so that's why I'm asking this question. <laughs> but so, any like a couple tips for people out? Um, I think like sleep is key. Prioritize my sleep. Um, a bit of a nerd when I come to sticking to my sleeping schedule on my phone, um, and try to stay off the phone uh, late at night, and just waking up early. And like that's the hardest thing is getting out the door. Once you're out the door, had a coffee, feeling good, and start running, then you're sweet. But yeah, the hardest step is getting up, putting on the kit, and going. Yeah. Once you have those habits of actually like, yeah, getting yeah. dressed, putting the shoes, then the rest is yeah, hundred percent to do. Wicked. So, yeah, like, um, give us a bit of a rundown. So, watch early ones. Why do you get get it going? Um, yeah, so early ones is uh, is a run club that we started out in Scarborough. Um, essentially, it was just to bring people together. I kind of was doing a bit of running um, along the coast with a bunch of my mates, and I was just like stunned by how many people are out every morning running along the coast, but kind of just did their own thing. Um, and just thought, man, it'd be cool to just have one day, a fortnight, bring everyone together and kind of, I guess, try and make running cool again. Yeah. Um, I think there's that stigma around a run club that you've got to be these professional athletes, athletes yeah. and all the sick kit and all these colors and you got to run like, you know, 10, 15, 20 Ks when in reality, man, everyone's running. It's just not that, not that, uh, that distance. So yeah, it was cool to make it kind of cool again and. And see what happens from it, yeah. And it's not just running, is it? Like people can come on these fortnightly Sundays, is it? Yeah. And then yeah. just like if they want to walk, they can walk or yeah. jog, run, whatever. Majority of the thing, like it's yeah, we're a running club, but we're more just about bringing people together. Yeah. Um, especially like that Sunday morning, waking up, hanging out with your mates, and the main reason why was like a lot of the times I caught up with my mates coming from like a rugby boys background was like, you go out for beers, you see your mates. Like yeah. if I'm going to go see my mates, we'll go out for dinner or we'll go out nightclubbing and stuff like that. And I wanted to kind of find it or create a space where I can hang out with my mates, but it's doing like some wholesome stuff. Yeah. Getting up early, you know? You. Yeah. And, and there's a big thing of like, um, you know, if you win the morning, you win the day. So yeah. if we can start the Sunday, right. Like wake up early, get down there, have a run, have a coffee, hang out with your mates, go for a swim. And it's like nine o'clock. And, you know, everyone's feeling good. Um, and then your, your week's set, really, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things I love about that. But two in particular is that running, for one, is actually just getting up, say, 
out of your comfort zone and doing something like that, even if it is a jog or a walk, but actually getting out of that sedentary lifestyle and just yeah. getting up and doing something, like you said, starting the day well, but also that sense of community, which, because you, you said it before, like a lot of the times it's amazing to see how much, how many of these people are just doing it themselves. Yeah. Because I mean, in our Western society, yeah, sure. It's a lot of individual, like not selfish, but like they're just, I know, scared to join a community. Whereas yeah. actually putting that forward and encouraging people to join in, is just, it's very inspiring. Yeah. hundred percent. I think a lot of people, um, it's not the the running or, or the waking up early. It's like being around other people yeah. that they're not sure of or they're unfamiliar with. But once they come down and realize like, it's not really that bad. Like we're all good. Like everyone's on the same page. We're just here for a good time. You know, wake up early, feel good. Then yeah, that kind of, I guess that wall gets broken down by each people and they enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. You get to have a coffee after, which is the best bit. <laughs> yeah. Brayden loves his coffee, eh? Big coffee man as yeah. well. So touching on... Um, how you created it. So you started it with your, your mates yep. and then, you know, I, I, I knew you let it up on Instagram and, and things like that with, you know, coming soon, new event, we're going to post this, it's coming. But what we expected, man, like expe expectations, you can't have them set too high. You can't expect nah. 200 people to rock up. No. Nah. Like, how did you go with that and how did you keep it consistent knowing that maybe five people showed up or 10 people? Yeah. I think like, I'm lucky I've got a lot of supportive friends. Um, and I've got, I guess, a diverse group of friends, a lot from like different rugby clubs, um, different schools, a lot of different gyms. Um, and then, yeah, it kind of just started. And I guess the flow on effect was that people kind of not only wanted to support the run club, but wanted to support me, um, which I'm like super grateful for. And then on top of that, it was doing all these collaborations, making it more than just running. Um, I know that running is not everyone's you know, preferred thing. But if I could find a way to keep people interested, um, the running is just a byproduct of, yeah. of everything else. Yeah. So doing collabs with cafes, um, making merch, keeping people interested. And like I said, you know, like try to keep running cool. Um, yeah, that's been the, the main focus, um, keeping people interested, keep, keeping things changing. Um, we're doing a lot of stuff now. Like I know that running is not the only thing. And yeah, we are a run club, but if there's a chance to, like tonight, we're going to uh, S30 in Myri. So some people would be more interested in just doing a gym session with everyone. And then we've got like the yoga club and all these other clubs that I want to try yeah. to get involved with. Because there's so many people that um, are doing so many different things outside of running that I want to yeah, bring them into our community. So it's more about the well-being, realistically. Yeah, we want to be an advocate for, yeah. for a healthy lifestyle, yeah. yeah. Which is the main thing, right? Like everyone's going to have their difference. Some people don't like running. Some people like yoga. Some people like walking, gymming, like you said. So tying into, yeah, S30, that's sick, yeah. the yoga. Um, and then some people just like, we go, yeah, let's go down. We'll go for a walk. We'll come back. Then we'll just go and have a dip with everyone because we love the beach and have yeah. a coffee. Like The run, dip, sip, the trifecta. Yeah, <laughs> so I reckon it's um, the, the well-being and just that healthy lifestyle is what it's mainly about. So yeah, that's, 100%. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, touching on... Your rugby, you've mentioned that a couple of times. Yep. Quickly before we get into your background, what what have you found the difference in the early runs, the community yep. in that, and then the community at like a professional, you know, you're growing up in the mm. juniors and things like that. Like what's the difference? Um, I think definitely like there is a lot of different type of people. Um, you know, with rugby, it was always like the rugby boys and we were a close-knit group. And we catered to that type of athlete. Um, with this, it's kind of 
we've got so many ranges of different people that come from different backgrounds that maybe not have been involved with sports before that have um, come from different sports, but it's more just, yeah, different people and trying to cater for everyone um, in a way that they feel welcomed. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Cause sometimes yeah. like you said, like you've done the, the representative stuff, which we'll get into soon, but that can be a bit more of a, you know, a me, 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 selfish. Yeah. You know? As much as you're part of a team, you want to succeed yourself and play every week and things like that. But it's just a big difference in the yeah, 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 in the social side and how everyone interacts. And it's about a community rather than sometimes it can be selfish. I was just interested on mm. yeah your take. Yeah, we'll definitely get into more about the early ones because um, I love to about running, love to about different types of communities. But um, yeah, I want to get start talking a bit more about yourself and your story. Yep. And so we know that you're. Uh, born New Zealand, but you raised in Perth. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was born, uh, yeah, in New Zealand, but I grew up in Australia. Yeah. So I moved over here with my parents. Yeah. And okay. my sister when I was young. Yeah. Yeah. How did you? How did you go with moving over here and not being around your, I guess, family? Like you were with your obviously close knit family, but yeah, I um, so I moved when I was young, like four or five. So I kind of always grew up over here, but yeah. not having like I guess close relationships with aunties and, and first cousins and that because they all still live in New Zealand. I mean, I was young, so I kind of grew into it, not knowing any better till I got a bit older. So, yeah. Yeah. And then growing up, did you go, did you get the chance or opportunity to go back home and see your, the, those yeah, families? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always try to go back a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, just got back for Christmas last year, so it was good, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it's a, well, I was just like curious, like, Obviously, nowadays, there's a lot of, um, like, you're seeing it everywhere at the moment, still, like, the cultural differences and, and belief systems, and mm. it's still not accepted. Growing up, was it, when you were growing up, was it accepted? Like, or did you get bullied for being... From not, a different country? Yeah, from a different country. Um, Not really, like, no, nah, I wouldn't say. I I feel like over here, there's a lot of New Zealanders. Yeah, it's a big um, Yeah. <laughs> So it's like it's like a second home almost, and, and I don't feel like we're a minority in, yeah. in Australia. There's a lot of us, so nah, it's still it's like my well, it's pretty much home now for me. Yeah, nah, it's good. Is it Aussie? Aussie by heart. <laughs> Aussie by heart. <laughs> so yeah, who who grew up at home? Is it you, yourself? You have any brothers and sisters? Yeah, so it's me, my sister, and then my mum and my old man. Yeah, when I was young. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And you touched on briefly before we touched on you. Um. Like your childhood, growing up, rugby, junior representation. Yeah. Do you want to run us through through that? And what you're like, as a kid, like what were your dreams, aspirations? Yeah, so I think, I mean, any kid from New Zealand was play rugby and make the All Blacks. Um, On the All Blacks, who, who's your favourite? All Blacks. Yeah, who's your, who's your player? Oh. <laughs> growing up. Um, I love this stuff. Yeah, probably Carlos Spencer. You just don't know, mate. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said anyone. Yeah, you could <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I came over here, did like involved with sports. Like my mum was, um, always pushed me into sports. She's like a sports freak. Eh? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it was like rugby, um, T-ball in summer, um, uh, a lot of touch rugby and then kind of just went from there. Yeah. Play rugby all my juniors, high school, after school. So what do you prefer touch or like, um, oh, I like touch, but. I mean, rugby's a bit more better, yeah, it's a bit more well we, um, <laughs> One of my best mates uh, from New South Wales and grew up playing rugby. Yeah. And um, so, like, when he came to, he moved from New South Wales in the Blue Mountains to Esperance. Have you heard Esperance? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> to Esperance, like, big move. 
no rugby there. And um, every country where you go to school and used to play touch. Yeah. And he used to play it. And then we used to have it on Sundays. So every like three o'clock, five o'clock. And like you got me and my, and there's like four of us, all of us together. We used to go down every Sunday at the Oval, play touch with like this big group. So much fun. It was so hard. And like It's so much bigger over East, man. Like East, it, yeah. East. Well, he, they do comps here. Like, yeah. And they're on KO and he's been on Crazy, KO. Crazy, yeah. Like full, like proper comps. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. It's so sick. Um, so we heard that with your rugby prof um career that there was a ban at yeah. some stage. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping you could touch on that. Yeah, that's quickly. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um so kind of I was doing a lot of uh stuff with the force and then got dropped from there and had the opportunity to go play um league. And then during that season, um with the Reds, we were kinda in and out from here to Eastern States to play our games. And during that period, um, I went into a protein store in Carousel, um, just to get some, Stitched. yeah, just oh. to get some some products, which was like a fat metabolizer and some pre workouts. Yeah. And like at that age, like I was eighteen, but I didn't really know anything. No idea. And I just wanted to kind of look good for stereos and oh, all yeah. that stuff. Um, and then yeah, just went oblivious to it, bro. And then got tested on, I think it was like the fourth last game, and they came back and said, yeah. Um, do you guys remember when Jack's 3D and all that used to be around? The pre-workouts? No, the Jack. Jack I've never used pre-workout. Uh, oh. <laughs> so this was like a, it was like an American company and it was kind of, all the rules were getting changed um, around the same time that I got banned. Damn. Yeah, so I ended up getting pinged. And like at that age, man, that like 18 to 24 sports, like involved kid. And I'm sure it's the same with AFL. Like if you're not oh, in you a program... It. Or if you're not like, you know, working into a program or being around in a professional team, like it's pretty hard to get a look after a band. Yeah. So I think like for me myself, I kind of was like, fuck, like, can I swear? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I was like, fuck, like I, I fucked up big time. Um, like this is my rugby career done. I'm, I'm through like everything that my mum had done for me over the years and driving me to trainings was all for nothing because I've gone and done this yeah. and like I was real harsh on myself but at the same time I'm like now looking back at it I'm like I didn't I didn't know any better like I only knew what I knew and then things happened for I guess for a reason in a way but man I can't change it now so that's uh, well said but so that was a how long was the ban it was for two years two years so during that time that would have a pretty big impact on your mental and physical health yeah yeah but 100 percent. like not being able to play club rugby no sports at all um after playing sports saturday sunday for the last 10 Wait, that's that all sport eh? yeah all sports yeah just off like like at least now like now they they've got it on the label like it's tested yeah but when i first started same thing like yeah. no idea and we had to be so careful and they're like Oh, do you take protein powder? This, this, this. You can't have this. You can't have this one. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's just all protein. Yeah. Like, what's the difference? But if you don't know, like, the local footballer or the local rugby person that's having some pre-workout, yeah, it's probably got something in it. Like, and that's like, I went into a protein store and spoke to the guy. Yeah, like, that's like going to the doctor and ask for, for medication, assuming that he knows what he's uh, talking about. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, no, you'll be sweet, bro. All good, no dramas. Oh, you're joking. Yeah. So yeah. that's the problem. Anyway, sorry to. No, no, you're good. So yeah, you. So the two years, what'd you do during that period? Man, I was working for a bit. Um, what job? Uh, I was working at Toll Wiperk, eh? Uh, As like um career driver. Nice. Yeah, it oh, wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, and then kind of got the opportunity to start working away, FIFA, and I was like, man, if I can make some money and um, not play sport, then I may as well do it, eh? 
yeah, get some coin for yeah. sure. So you did FIFO for well, like in, in between those two years? For so I did FIFO for probably about three years and then my band had finished um, and I just continued working FIFO. I kind of, I don't know, I was probably in a weird headspace with it all. Well, FIFO um, in itself does that as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, and like I was young and like all my mates were out playing and it was just like one of those things like, fuck, like it'd be good to be be able to do that again. And then kind of once my two years was up, I kind of questioned a lot of things about um, me playing rugby again and if I still had the love for it. Um, and then from there, like I had the opportunity um, to go play overseas. And then I kind of like thought to myself, man, like after all the effort that my mum put in for me, I want to be able to, I guess, make her proud in a way when it comes to my rugby stuff. So as I could be like, obviously I wanted to travel and, and that, that opportunity to play rugby was more appealing to me than just playing some club footy. Yeah. Um, and on, yeah, like I said, on the back of that, being able to make my old lady proud. Um, yeah, I ended up going over to Portugal and playing for a year. Wow. Yeah. That's a big move. I've yeah, heard, heard Portugal is a pretty bro, beautiful sick. place as yeah, well. Yeah, so good. I yeah. definitely want to go. But even moving over there, that's a massive step in getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, I think on top of that, like I was at that FIFO stage, which I know a lot of people are at where I'm like, I'm making good money, but I'm fucking blowing it all. I'm yeah. going out and right. drinking with my mates and doing cool stuff for the week. And then like I was excited to fly home, you know, happy as, happy as, go out on the weekend with the boys, have fun. And then that time to fly back to work, I was like back in the dole, like fuck, I'm back to work, man. Back yeah. to 12 hour days. Yeah. And like, it was just that vicious cycle of up, down, up, down. What am I doing with my life? And I was like, man, I've got this opportunity to go and do tick off all these things that I wanted to do. Um, I just got to pick up my balls and, and go away. Mm. And living in Portugal would be sick. Like, did you, you wouldn't have known anyone? No one, no. Just rocked up. Just rocked <laughs> up, yeah. <laughs> what was that like? Like really chucking yourself like, you in did, deep end day. Yeah. I'm telling you, coming from your background, you would not have known one single word. Not one single word. How'd bro. you go the first you know, three months, like just trying to order? dinner or coffee or say hello like <laughs> yeah because it's like full like no one speaks english it was kind of easy because I, I had no choice um so like it was a little bit weird at first especially like the position that i play like i'm calling on the moves so like oh <laughs> so and I'm they're trying, just like what are you doing man yeah no idea and i'm like trying to everyone's like they're not learning english i've got to learn portuguese or enough to sort of get us by yeah. so i know how to order Coffee, beer, and chicken. That's, that's as far <laughs> as I go. Yeah, that's me. Very fun to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah I guess what are, what are maybe like three big lessons you learned in like moving across the world and just and like getting out of your comfort zone? Um, I think just taking the risk. Like on paper, you can obviously think of all the things that could go wrong and all that stuff but yeah. man, life is like too short bro like all that years that i put into training in that for me to not take opportunity yeah. and like that that living in regret where i could tell my mates oh yeah i could have gone to portugal but then i'm sure you've heard it all before you've heard like all these old football players like oh yeah i could have done this like, <laughs> that's every australian yeah, yeah you know what i mean footballer, hey. and i'm like sitting at the pub at 50 years old yeah like oh, oh I, my I, knee injury <laughs> yeah and i'm like well, i don't want to be one of those guys like i want to be able to tell my kids one day tell my nephews one day like oh yeah i got to do this and do all these things and these are all the cool things if you do just take the risk and have some fun whilst we're young yeah so yeah, yeah like that. it's like i could have played career for australia but i kept getting out like <laughs> you know, if i didn't get out i'd be new steve smith but yeah i love that like just take that opportunity and that's the biggest thing like you know it's i love this there's i'll, I'll get the same wrong but 
you know, look 12 months in advance and, you know, what's your life going to be like? Are you still going to be the same person, the same shape, same size, same mindset, same growth? Or in 12 month time, you're going to look back and be like, I'm so glad I started on that day and started that transformation or took that step or even if it's just booking a, a flight or going and getting your passport photo, if it's for travel or whatever it yeah. might be, like those little steps. Yeah. I think that's a big thing with FIFO as well because like a lot of people get stuck in that right of like, saving money buying up cars and they just they're putting themselves in the same position year mm. after year they want change but the changes are a bit uncomfortable and they don't want they just want to be them. able to change for free you know what yeah. i mean without having to do anything lifestyle yeah um so i think like that three years that i was banned kind of like put as it, it made me it was like a little bit unhealthy in a way my mindset but that's the, uh, that unhealthiness made me want to change even more yeah if that made sense yeah yeah so then like that three years of like not doing anything unsure all right now i'm going to go to portugal and that kind of flow on effect has kind of built confidence in me to just have some fun man take a risk yeah to where i am now i reckon yeah so turning that in into a bit of a triumph like yeah. those hard times which yeah. is a great big thing but um yeah so like i mean the, the big thing about switched on like this podcast and this platform is dedicated to to youth and so like that lesson that you sort of shared before about really taking that step and that risk yeah i think is something that needs to be communicated more because it's true like we just get so caught up and comfortable and just i don't know hanging around perth or just like Man, hanging around with perth, the mates doing like, the same thing when when you travel bro like perth's nothing like you're just a little blip in the world mm. you know what i mean like it's not we get kind of consumed in little old perth and our, our childhood <laughs> friends and stuff and i love my childhood friends but there's so much more out there mm. unfortunately we just got to yeah Take the risk. Especially when you're, you know, young, when you can. Like, as soon as you turn 18, like, 18 to 30, like... Less responsibilities. Yeah, like, it's when you... Some people have kids when they're younger, but, like, you know, you start to sort of figure out, you know, getting a missus or getting a partner, Mm. having kids, doing that family stuff, you know, probably after 30-ish. Like, that's just the norm. So, what are you doing between that period? Like, live your life. Yeah. Because once you start having more responsibilities and having kids and... And all these things, you can't do that. Not as flexible, yeah. 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 So, like, I love it. When you got back, so you would have come back after the rugby. Yep. What'd you do? What'd you jump into? So, I did th- four months back in Perth, and then I moved to the Middle East to play rugby. <laughs> <laughs> I got back, and I was Sick. like, man, this is, I got, I got some more left in me eh, if yep. I get too old. Um, so, I moved to the Middle East, pretty much the same thing. Um, played rugby in that. And then came back at the start of COVID, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So and if you, you had the travel travel bug, yeah, <laughs> you, bro, wanted, I was, you wanted to go again. Yeah, I just wanted to go away. <laughs> yeah. So if the pandemic didn't hit? I, I would have stayed there, yeah. You would have stayed, yeah. yeah. So when you, so you came back, pandemic, and then during that period? Yeah, so I think it was just was messy for everyone, yeah. eh? The pandemic. Um, was, that, then, was it during that period where you started to like, all right, I'm doing, I'm starting this. So I went back, I got my job back at FIFO and comfortable, but I was like, man, I don't want to, I don't want to do this again. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I need to have that something on my weeks off that I was passionate about that was more me than working FIFO. Um, So yeah, then I just started, started with the Instagram and just said like, man, let's do this. And obviously I didn't, I brought people together as yeah run club and that but i had bigger ambitions from the start yeah um you know if it can be the thing that i do full time and i have to work fifo and be able to help people all the time then yeah that was the plan from the start i'm sure that's where it'll get to 100 percent. yeah but it's cool that like i don't know just listening to your journey like 
you know, you got banned and then you went to FIFO and you realized like around your mental mental health, your well-being mm. and you're like, oh, like you became aware of yourself and then you're like, sweet, went to Portugal, came back four months, three months, you're like, nah, I'm going again. Yeah. Then uh, obviously the pandemic happened and during that pandemic, you weren't like, oh, I'm just going to do my FIFO and I'll get through this. It might be one year, two years, whatever. And then we'll see. It was like, all right, what can we do during this pandemic? Like you seem like you're always growing, thinking, yeah. like aware of yourself and, and more aware of other people and how you can get other people happy and healthy. I think I'm just a byproduct of a good mother, eh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a good answer. My mum's always pushing me and um, she's always in my ear, you know, like she doesn't she doesn't really want me to work FIFO. Um, she get down on Sundays? Yeah, she she comes down a bit, yeah. She, she works FIFO. Um, so she comes down as much as she can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love it. That's awesome. Eh? Yeah. Nice. So, I mean, touching on what Braden said as well, like that development of that awareness, mm. but also in that creation of, um, early ones and keeping that going, how have you managed to stay so motivated and disciplined in, in doing that? Um, I think it's like the, I guess the effects that I didn't think I'd be able to have on people. Mm. Um, I think like, like this weekend we've got. I think like 15 people running their first ever half marathon super oh, run club yeah a bunch of people running their 12 and like they're just so all part of the hbf yeah hbf yeah hbf run for a reason um and just like seeing how people like all my mates are getting into running again and like people asking me like i'm I've, I've not a gun runner or anything i'm still learning myself people message me like oh can you give me a program and i'm like <laughs> i don't know if i'm the guy eh? <laughs> um but yeah i think it's just like the the interest that everyone else is getting and like kind of people um, picking up healthy habits, um, seeing my mates get involved, meeting new people. Like it's, it's a bunch of so many things. I'm like, Oh, I feel like I'm yeah, doing something pretty cool and, and helping people along the way. And yeah. So having that kind of like why and that reason to do it, that's coming from such a like hearty place. And that, that's where like that, I guess, um, that success will come from in the, in the long yeah. term and be, be able to sustain it for a long time because rather than trying to do it for money and trying yeah. to turn up the things that, that, stuff like that doesn't last as long yeah. I, i'm like i'm a real people person eh? like i like yeah. people i like meeting new people and i think a lot of that comes from traveling um and yeah just being a bit more self-aware and all that stuff um love that but yeah how do you how do you go like now when you're, you you know what you want to do you know where you want to take this but like if you step straight out of your current job fifo or you know it's people in the normal life that have got this thing on the side that they're pushing and want to I guess make their yep. proper job. How do you stay like level-headed and be like, now nah, I gotta still plan and do all these things, still put things in place. Yep. So I can't just quit my job and launch into it yet. Yeah. This, I think it's like if you were to cross a river jumping on stones, you wouldn't jump onto one that's not steady, and you wouldn't leave one that's not steady as well. <laughs> that's fucking sick. <laughs> that again? I'm not going to claim that. Some old, <laughs> some old guy up at work told me. Um, Churchill, mate. He, he's yeah. old. Tim or Seneca. Yeah, the quotes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great quote. I like that. Yeah. That's so true. So, like, I mean, a lot of people want to do um, do side stuff, but I think they think that is, they just need to be a bit, like, solid on their job if they're happy with that and they've got that flexibility. And I think that's a good thing. A good thing about FIFO is having the flexibility to have weeks off. Um, as long as you don't, yeah, stay on that rock for too long and kind of go numb to it, yeah. So how much time in, outside of normal FIFO life, how much time are you actually putting into the run club? Um, so I sort of want to stop calling it a run club in case people think that it's just a run club. 
Um, so I work one week home, one week off. So up at work, I try to do like a little bit of stuff um, on my phone and that. And then when I'm back, I do, I guess, a little bit more like content kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 And like sick. the packing orders and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you're solo. Yeah. Doing yeah, just me, yeah. Yeah. So it's, that's the thing that some people don't understand as well. Like when you're starting, like, you know, you can't just pay people to do everything. Like you got to do stock. You got to. Yeah. Do this, you go to the Instagrams, you'll do everything. Like. So all my mates are like, Oh, are you modeling your own clothes? I was like, No, I'm not paying <laughs> I'm paying the model, bro. I was like Yeah. Self branding. Yeah. So yeah, on the clothes, like I've um seen the shirts, the singlets, like how long did it take you to design them all? Because um, it's like sick colours and Yeah. I kinda knew the colours in that and like I had a rough idea and then I've got a few friends that graphic designers in that. Okay. Yeah. I was like, Man, this is like a rough idea what I want, just pull it together. Cool. And that's, it's good, man. You got to find people that are better than you at certain things. Yeah, um, so yeah, no, that's it. No secret plan, really. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's good though. Like you've, I just love how like, just so passionate and driven to continue it, and just like trying to just build that community feel and and even just hearing it like, the different yoga, the gym, like adapting to everyone because everyone's yeah. different. Yeah. Um, yeah, massive fan of that. I like it. It's good. Oh, same, eh? Um, I think we're getting a bit towards the pointy end, um, but there's a few things that Braden wanted to touch on. <laughs> mate, <laughs> my, like I said, my one of my best mates is, you know, from New South Wales, but, mate, he's like loves rugby, right? And he's, he sort of adapted to the, the, the way of speech, I'm going to say. So do you call it an – what do you call an esky? A chili bin. Yeah. All right. Move on. <laughs> What does chur mean? It's just like, a, oh man, it could be anything really. Acknowledgement. Yeah. Be. My my mate, <laughs> chur bro. Like all the time, <laughs> man. And that's just like, what do you, that's not you. Anyway, and what do you call like thongs? Jandals. Yeah. yeah. I, I like choice, hey. I like choice. When something's, that's like good, hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, choice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. Uh, now I was just like, if, if I didn't know because you hadn't grew up, grew up if you still called them. Yeah. Is oh, that, man. There's so much lingo that's still around, especially in Australia. Yeah, yeah, it's for sure. It's um, no, nah, I love it. So before we uh, wrap up, mate, oh, we always touch on give us where we can find you, when your next run is, um, and we'll we'll put up everything in our show notes and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Instagram, socials. Yeah, so we just got an Instagram page. It's at the early ones underscore. Um, next run, we're actually going on a bit of a break after HBF. Um, but we are coming back in July. Went to a bit cold. Eh? Uh? Went to a bit cold. <laughs> yeah. <a little> bit. <laughs> um, but we've got some like events coming up. So I know there's the City to Surf, the Chevron one that we want to put some people into. And then oh, yeah. uh, we're going to do the Mega Goggins Challenge as Ooh, well. The what? Okay. The Mega Goggins. So there's like the That's David right. Goggins Challenge, which yeah. is like 6Ks every four hours for two days. Mm. Hmm. But we like saying this into this podcast so that i make sure we do it yeah which is like a 10ks it. and 10ks every four hours for 48 hours so 120ks all up over two days oh that's very that's huge so if you're keen that's massive i'm that's a, a i'm i love running as well so yeah like, i mean 20ks <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like the um is that a team or individual Nah, so we're just gonna do it um out of you my just, place and you just do it like yeah like you all do it together oh it's like on treadmill or like Nah, no, like you just run, bro. Oh, epic. Like, yeah. We run 10K, yeah. so we'll start at midnight, then 4 a.m., 8 a.m., midday, 4, 8, and do that for two so days. So you could do it. Yeah, it could take yeah. you two hours. It could take you 
him probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got you. I got you. It depends. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's great. Like it's just there was the um herdsman herdsman lake yeah. one the other week. What a couple of the boys did, man. That's that's crazy. That's next level. Mm. Like it's um. Now oh, I keep touching on running like ultra marathons and all that stuff, but different breed, bro. Different. Touch breed. us on. So you said the S thirty stuff. So. Yep. What about that? So the, the runs are going to keep coming. Check out the socials and that. But yep. what about for the, is all that on there as well? Yeah, so S30 is tonight. Um, but we're going to be doing a lot more stuff, man. A lot of gym stuff, um, Pilates clubs. Um, Epic. We've got Cam Watts. Do you guys know Cam Watts? Yeah, yep. yeah mm. bro, legend. He'll come down. He does like a lot of breath work and movement and stuff. So it's kind of exposing um, run club people to a few different things and also attracting people that are already in those kind of communities. Um, down to the run club, so yeah. yeah so it. if you're listening, keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, get down. Get down to early ones. I'll be, I'm I'm keen to. Be oh, yeah. I haven't been to my first <laughs> one yet, so I'll, I'm I'm keen to come down, come for a run. Yeah, nice. Be, it'd be more of a recovery run for me because play footy on Saturday, so uh, I'll be there. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, come down, man. Everyone about out of everyone that comes down, thirty percent of people actually run. Yeah. Seventy seventy percent of people just come down, walk, chat, coffee. So mm-hmm. that's, that's all good vibes. Listen, it's come down. Love that. Look at my mates down as well. Mate, I appreciate you jumping on, giving us your time. Um, and, mate, I'm actually just grateful that you're created such a movement like this that, you know, is empowering and inspiring for, you know, not just young kids like youth and, yeah. and teenagers or, you know, um, young adults. It's for everyone. Yeah. yeah and appreciate it's un- that. One, awesome. uh, one thing we do before every run is, like, we share grateful. Yeah, yeah I love that. something that we're grateful for for today. So you guys got grateful for me. Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm going to say off the bat, I'm so grateful for you to come in, <laughs> share your story, um, and literally provide a platform, I keep saying platform, but provide a platform and a movement for people just to feel happy, healthy, and all about lifestyle. Um, yeah, mate. And I think there's, mean, mate, like, there's not many people in the world that are doing things like that. So I'm grateful for you doing that and doing that for everyone else. Love that, Brad. On top of that, that's one of mine as well. But also, I was just driving to work this morning and I was just amazed by another beautiful Perth morning. Like the weather has just been insane yeah, the last week. And it's, almost, it's, it's winter next month. Yeah, I'm just like, bro, no. So I was super grateful for that and just getting outside, seeing the sun come up and just soaking it in while I can. Yeah, man. And, um, yeah. Yourself? Your turn. Um, oh, just grateful for the chat, eh? meeting some new people. And I think like um, with your background with sports and that, kind of stepping away from that and creating something um, different and not just being a footy player, ex-footy player, being more than that. So, no, that's awesome, bro. Grateful for this and, yeah, cheers. Cheers, thank you. All right, guys, get down. Early ones, follow them. Thanks for joining. Cheers, guys. Catch you in the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you liked it, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave a review, all that jazz. We love your support and we'd love for you to continue supporting us. If you want more info and want to know what we've got coming up, please head to our Instagram, chuck us a follow. And even check out our website for more episodes, resources, recommendations, and lots, lots, lots more. Links are attached in the description below. Cheers.